Welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. England are in the final of a major international tournament, but the Italians are still looking very sexy as well. I'm Roy Fallow and I'm joined as always by Matthew Keelan. Hello, good afternoon. How are we? Jubilant, I think's the word. Uh-huh. Is, it, is, is it not, Matthew? Is that like one of the... Is is it fair to say that that, that is probably going to go down as one of the biggest sporting moments in like in the country's history to be fair getting to the the final of a major international tournament for the first time since 1966 as as you uh, we are contractually obliged to to mention um it's just it's very surreal isn't it like waking up this morning we're recording this the day after on um thursday thursday late afternoon early evening and waking up and just thinking oh that that actually happened (laughs) I know it's um it is mad. It, it, like uh, obviously we've never seen England kind of do anything really. I mean obviously the, the semis of the World Cup was as good as we've got. Obviously like Euro '96, but I was only like four. Yeah, um, it's mad. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel real. Like it feels like I don't know. It's 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 pretty it's pretty cool to be fair. <laughs> it's all right. That- like, it's all right, like, and the fact that, and we're obviously going to look at the game in a, a, a bit, a bit more sort of detail and go like over highlights and what have you. But let's just go to the very end of extra time and how cool England oh, were, great. just yeah. keeping the ball and not over committing it, like getting into the box at one point and maybe thinking, oh, he could go for goal here, but just going, no, no, like let's just keep hold of it, let's see this out and. Like even when like Sterling went through and he had that shot and Schmeichel put it out for a corner, even that was still keeping possession. I was like, "This just England don't do this." <laughs> like nah, this is that such was a world away, isn't it? That was like when they were keeping the ball, just like mugging. The, like Denmark were gone and knackered, and they were mm. just like passing the ball around them. It's like this is great. Like that's excellent. Get, like we just don't do that. But it's. It's such a world away caught, from like is, holding the ball, holding isn't the ball it? up in the corner. Yeah. It's such a cooler way of Giving doing it. Free it? kick away. Yeah. Like it's just the easiest way to do it when you look at it. Really, you just pass the ball. Like they were dead on their feet, so they weren't really even pressing them, and they just couldn't. No. Let's just keep it. Like we'll just keep the ball, and Absolutely. people were like, "Go on, go for it." Well, no, like we need to. Like, we need to. It's um, they were they were great, and obviously someone who's who's back the manager throughout the, the tournament. <laughs> um, he says coming back from a hard day of working on the bin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, anyone knows of any work going to the bin, man. Um, Hello. Oh, no, he did, yeah, was it, was it Was it? get to the final or did we say win the tournament? You've got I to think, do the, well, the Mike Bassett. Yeah, well, I don't actually want to do that, by the way. <laughs> if anyone from my work is listening to this. Like, Just in case, Matthew's not quitting his job. <laughs> <laughs> to become a bin man. Um, so, no, it's my, like, it's it's... It is surreal, really, I think. And to do word. it so, not like, the, the the competence was there throughout, wasn't it? I don't know about you, but when, when Denmark went ahead, after a good, had a good 10 minute, 10 minute or so spell, let's not forget, I didn't feel particularly worried. I know, like, obviously, it's, it was the first time England had obviously conceded and, and gone behind in this tournament, but I still felt, well, an hour to go... I feel like they'll adjust adjust to it, mm. and then less than ten minutes later, it, it was one one. That the, the focus just never 
seem to shift. And going back to like, this isn't what England do. England don't get into finals. England don't see out games that coolly. But to just remain so focused was just really, even though I thought they'd get back into the game, I didn't think they would do it so assuredly, if that makes sense. I thought they might no. be a bit of like peppering the goal and, and what have you. But it was just like, it just didn't even it didn't phase them at all is the short version i guess no i think it was it was arguably the best thing that happened really because they didn't they didn't play that well in the, in the first half until it was almost like right well we need to score now so mm-hmm. let's just go for it and I, my worry was that they would get to half time denmark mm-hmm. um and then frustrate england in the second half but which they did, to, to be fair, to, to get two extra yeah. time. Um, but I think as soon as they equalised before half-time, it was like, right, there's probably only going to be one team that wins this. They probably should have had it won in normal time, really. They should have had a penalty in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, it, they did galv- it almost galvanised them. It was almost like, a, oh, this is weird. We've conceded a goal. Because yeah. um, they haven't conceded... Any at all, even in, even in the two warm-ups, they didn't concede, did they? No, mm, oh, um, yeah, yeah, true. So, it's, so yeah, it was it was a bit of a concern because it was like shit. How are they gonna react? It was a good goal, really good goal, like, really, um, yeah. And it wasn't it was a soft free kick, like to be fair, but, it was. But yeah, great hit. And if if you are gonna concede, and and it's felt like. For England to concede in this tournament, it was going to take something special given oh, yeah. the form Pickford was in. Like, I, I think this has kind of died down now, but initially there was a bit of chat about, well, he got close close to it, maybe he should have done better because it wasn't right in the corner. But it's, it's a brilliant strike that. And hit it really well. Like, you yeah. can't, you know, just because he's near it doesn't mean he's going to be able to stop exactly. it. Like, it's, exactly. <laughs> it's two I mean, completely different things, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Like, they don't like goalkeepers, as you know. And well, exactly, yeah. So it's a big praise so coming from exactly, you. <laughs> high praise indeed coming from me. Um, but no, I, it, lovely goal. But then, yeah, like like we just said, it it, it, it galvanised them, and they, they deserve to win England. There's no like two ways about it. Denmark were were gone after. 60, 70 minutes really. As soon as yeah. it went to extra time, it was almost an annoyance because England were like. Inevitably going to win the game in extra time. It was. Do you think it was the reverse of England, Croatia in the last semi-final? Yeah, where as soon was. as Croatia, I know they equalised at a different stage in the game, but as soon as not long before it went in extra time with that game, I remember thinking the only chance here is if, if it goes to penalties. And I yeah. really fancied Croatia to wrap it up in extra time. England looked a bit burnt out, a bit gone. That the first half it took everything out of them. And it was really similar with Denmark, but England still had to punish that and punish that they very much did. And some fantastic individual performances, um, Sterling being the the one everyone's talking about, and, and rightly so. Like the tournament he is having, and we oh, said this incredible. on we said this on the pod last week, didn't we? The fact that like most of us were thinking we probably wouldn't even start him, but he's he's probably in line for player of the tournament now he, he makes that run which forces the own goal from Simon Kier for the for the for the equaliser he wins the penalty as well which was a, a penalty for me like he's clipped twice he's going he's at speed I, yeah <laughs> he's slow it down and it doesn't look like a foul but yeah. it's normal you can't like it's it's annoying like it's like 
this it's just it's like that Sweden red card the other day. Mm. You slow it down, it looks appalling. Yeah. Like where this is sort of like the opposite of that. Like you slow it down and it's the slowing it down doesn't give like the decision. Because it it doesn't football's not played in slow motion. That's exactly. not how it works. So it's like it's stupid to slow. <laughs> yeah, you can slow it down to see some. You know, sometimes if you can say, "All oh, right, well that's contact." Like when they do it in cricket, you yeah. can say, "Oh well, the balls hit the bat," like because we yeah. slowed it down and that's nicked it. <laughs> you can't just slow things down in football to make them look terrible. Like it's stupid. It gets so many nerves. Like, like if you try running really fast and just have someone make. A little bit of contact with you, you will end up at least stumbling. <laughs> yes, yeah. maybe maybe does go down a bit dramatically, but well, like that's that's tough. how football is now. Like if he stay if he stays on his feet there, he probably doesn't get a penalty. But well, he is should in- have had a penalty. Kane was fouled in yeah, the second half, exactly. so should have had a penalty there. So yeah, and to be fair, you know. It's not as if we've had the fair share of decisions over the years. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, quite. Right. So you know. I think we'll do a bit of luck, to be honest. Absolutely, but like Sterling's performance, more generally, like is is move. Like uh, I know this all sounds like basic stuff, but his level of movement, his level of skill, the fact that he just pops up in those areas, those awkward areas for for opposition defenders all the time, and yeah, maybe he didn't have his his best domestic season, but. You, being reminded of it time and time again this tournament and it's coming up at, at big moments as well and that's what makes world class players doesn't it coming up at those big moments which he's obviously done at club level and he's now well he's been doing it at national level for, for years to be fair I know he's, his goal scoring record hasn't been the best for England but he still came up at big moments be it with like his general play or, or, or assist as well and I just don't think there's enough Superlatives in a team of very likable players as yeah. well. Like he's really up there, isn't he? Ah, uh, he's great. Uh, like he's really hard to like criticize for anything. Like he's 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 excellent. I mean, I think as well. It, I mean, that was a goal for him last night. Really, if if yeah, if uh, the fella, your Danish man, uh, hadn't put that in, um. It was a Hans Christian Andersen or something. Yeah, Hans Christian. Let's go. Simon Kiel, wasn't it? I believe. How was it? Um, so that's like another goal for him, really. It's yeah. a shame that he put that in because um, he, he could have. He's fantasy team captain as well. Oh, well. <laughs> he should have. Uh, well, he might, he'd have been on four then, wouldn't he? And he'd, he'd have, he could have been yeah. in with a shout of getting the golden boot. But, Very true. Um, he's magnificent. I mean, they all were last night, really, to be fair. To to a man, they've been they've been yes. great, and yeah, I might have to be admitting that I might have been wrong. Oh, about don't it. do no! Come on, let's 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 not go crazy. No, we're not, no. We're not, we'll we'll never have admissions of being wrong on this podcast. No. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, if they don't win the final, then they're all pathetic losers. It's, it's so. all been a waste of time. Then, well, maybe, it has, it? Like, exactly. <laughs> well, well, it has. So <laughs> actually, to be fair, an entire month lavishing praise on the mayor. Fucking beat Italy and then, yeah, then we'll praise you. Then we'll Raheem. <laughs> what about Harry Garrett? I, I thought, um, I thought Kane was, and I think he got the official man of the match award to be fair, which maybe he's a bit fortunate to, to, to get ahead of Sterling, but considering he missed the penalty, well, that is very true. But getting the he did, you know, he was he was there for the follow up, which I'm sure was kept Casper Schmeichel awake at night that he um, had a great oh, performance to be fair it's and didn't do a whole. 
Kane's ball through as well for the opening goal. Like, and we all know that he likes to drop deep like that and he's, and he's mm. quite an unselfish player and make things happen. But for another player who, not before the tournament like Sterling, but someone who during the tournament, because obviously it took him a while to get that, that first goal, he didn't score in, in, in any of the group stage games, but he's really firing mm. now and the, the goals against Ukraine a, a, as well in, in the quarterfinal and just... I thought his all-round play last night was like absolutely fantastic. Like that is a complete centre forward performance. I know it seems a very obvious thing to say because it's England's like striker who's just win winning the semi-final in the Euros. But <laughs> you show this to that to anyone that like if you want to be an all-round centre forward, that's how you approach it, isn't it? I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Like on a night of big performances as well, like. He, his was was right up there for me for Clive. Uh, yeah, for Clive, it was um, it was it was brilliant. I mean, that goal against Germany is like what an amazing goal to get because yeah. that's arguably you know got us into the final. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. Kane's Kane just looks a completely different player. I mean, he's the most unselfish striker in ever. And imagine how many goals he'd have if he wasn't. <laughs> no, it's like, stupid. It's like he's given other strikers a chance, almost, like, isn't it? Yeah, like he, he literally would score thousands if he was just not <laughs> pop up and look at the match times. And he's like, "Why is he there? Why is he in between Rice and Phillips? Yeah. Like, what's he doing?" And then he's like, "Just like oh, I'm just gonna go over here for a bit." Just gonna go over there for a bit. Um, but the pulling about with defenders like that, like if you're yeah. Sterling or or Sai, whoever's been or whoever else has been playing like on the on on the wings and those other in that front three, you must love it because like pulling defenders about the space is opening up for you. Like you oh. must be an absolute dream if you're that kind of forward player to be alongside, mustn't he? Yeah, I mean, like the space and because like defenders are terrified of him so he mm-hmm. pulls so many defenders it's not just like pulling one centre half away like he'll pull three defenders away because he'll score if he gets it like he's, he's going to score nine times out of ten isn't he if he gets mm-hmm. a chance so he, he, they're petrified of him and obviously <laughs> it just like creates so much room for all of the other excellent footballers that England <laughs> have got like you know it's not as if it's not like Harry Kane was playing in like you know 2012 and he's pulling away and making space for like Colin Cole. Like, <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd say Colin involved. I think he'd fit in quite well. He's quite a good character, isn't he? Like, I think, I think yeah. he'd be quite good in the camp. Get him, on the, get him on the crap. coaching stuff. He's also very good. Really. Yeah. Well, you know, coaching stuff, though. That doesn't matter. That's oh, fun. no, get him in, I think. <laughs> well, obviously, to, to maybe get him alongside England's real manager, of course, which is. Steve Holland, Steve Netherlands, Steve Steve Netherlands, <laughs> the genius behind it all. He is um, the prince behind it all, eh? Well, an unsung hero in Steve Holland, and I think there was a couple more last night as well. I thought Kyle Walker first half oh, especially yeah, was magnificent. Like, and, and again, he was he was a one who cost like England have this deluge of right backs. People were well, not necessarily as a, as, a, as a dig to, to to Kyle Walker, I suppose, but we're thinking that he probably wouldn't start and he's had a great tournament and I thought Declan Rice had his, his best yeah, game of the great. tournament. He's just everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah, like, we, we, we used to that from Calvin Phillips because obviously playing under Bielsa, but every time, like, especially when England was seeing the game, I was like, why is Declan Rice like on the right wing, like in the final third? Uh-huh. But then he would just be back in like his midfield position as well and his, his off the ball work, his, his tackling, like, 
I've been waiting to see what because I've not watched him obviously that closely at, at club level, apart from like when you watch a game on on TV that that West Ham are involved in. Obviously, he's, he's had a good season. Given that West Ham have had a really good season, but I was waiting to see a performance of like, what is all this fuss about? Why is mm. he potentially going to go to Man United or Chelsea for this big money? And last night, I was like, ah, that's that's why, because that is a great. Po- like if a, a defensive midfield, it was also quite positive as well. I thought yeah, he was pushing he was them on, and that's what you wanted a bit more of, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm pleased really because I, I, we did, I did another podcast with some of the podcasters, <laughs> and we were talking about. And um, we had a West Ham fan on, and I was saying to him that last year I'd never really saw what the fuss was about with Rice. I mm-hmm. just thought he was like, you know, just just a midfielder. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with with watching a lot of football this year, I've, I've watched quite a lot of West Ham because obviously every game was on the telly. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was excellent all season. So I was kind of I said on that podcast that he'd been the first midfielder on the mm. team sheet. And then he played the first couple of games and I was like, no, oh, well, wrong again. So <laughs> <laughs> try to be nice curse. about one of the players. You know, I try to do something good and be nice and praise them. And I still can't get it right. But then I was, you know, vindicated last Absolutely. night. Absolutely vindicated. And, you know, Jordan Henderson can't really break back yeah. in. Calvin but he's not going to get in the team, is he? He can't. He was good when he came on, mind. He was excellent. And I think he does seem quite a happy being used in that role yeah, doesn't he come on for these well. cameos he's probably yeah. not the fittest he's probably no. not the fittest he's been injured and he's probably not at his peak fitness um, so yeah just keep him coming on and obviously he'd be tempted to play him in the final wouldn't you but I don't think given the opposition you would and that's like pushing to the second half of the pod but just be incredibly harsh wouldn't that, it? that's it but he's I know it's, it was a different stage in the tournament but Southgate wasn't scared to do that with Tyrone Mings who well, arguably... took Grealish off last night when <laughs> took him on like, what did you think of that? that well I was livid just raging <laughs> so bizarre no more so because I had a bet on him I have a shot on Tyrone oh he's Aww. gone off Dear me, well, that's Dickhead loser game. manager. <laughs> like it was, I, I was so fuming. bizarre, but like we were we were talking about when it happened. Like, because I don't know what it was like where you watch and everyone was like, he's, like the word kind of went round. Like he's took Grealish off doing the yeah. the Max from Max and and Paddy yeah. Point. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which very specific reference. If, if you don't yeah, know. Go, watch, go, go and watch the first episode of Phoenix Night. It's when, it's when he's in the chip. Hey, tomato sauce, please. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's pointing to the <laughs> pointing to the the tomato sauce. He's wrapped up chips. But anyway, <laughs> what are we talked about absolutely. Uh, Elton John, I think, oh, we'll get on to Elton John. Don't worry. Um, Incredible. What a sense. He's probably watching the game. Big football fan, of course. Yeah, Elton. massive fan. Um, yeah. Watching it with his partner David Furnish. I imagine <laughs> you can't can mention not. Elton John and not say and his partner David Furnish. Have you sadly not this? with George Michael with the ears. No, um, no. Or oh, oh, Princess Diana. Uh, uh, wow, well, no. Or any any more dead. Friends for Elton John. <laughs> well, Probably. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was shortly before, of course, Diana Princess of Wales's funeral. Um, but we'll be more on this later. Yeah, we'll 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 get onto that. But um, yeah, the word sort of like went around of like he's, he's took Greedy off, he just brought yeah. Greedy Sean. But then, as we started to think about it, well, you wouldn't take Sterling off. Mm. And justifiably so, because well, obviously the decision was was justified. But I was like, actually, looking at everyone else, yeah, if you wanted yeah. to bring someone else on and, and shore it up a little bit, and 
obviously, I think he probably was maybe thinking of penalties as well. Pe- like Trippy is a decent penalty taker. Yeah, old Mon Grealish taking a penalty. I don't think. I don't either. And why? Like, why I don't, don't I think that? But I, just, I love he's... him. He's like my favorite player. <laughs> I, just I just don't just, see him as a like penalty dick taker. about and do something stupid, which is I hilarious. And I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm all for that. It's great. But like, then everyone would hate him, and I'm just not prepared to do that. I'm not. I don't want to go have to go through that. No, no, I I, I agree. I've, I've speaking of Grealish, that tweet that's been like doing really good numbers. About uh, start Grealish uh, in the uh, final. Uh, so clearly, he could try and really play funny, mind games with someone who doesn't so, have a mind. It's so funny. What's even funnier is he'll read that and he'll go, "What? Yeah." <laughs> Like that image of him that's like became a meme as well, where he looks proper corners. Oh, but it just it, like it, it adds to the yeah. <laughs> it's really good actually. Um, but it just adds to the to the mystique of Greenish. <laughs> and we well, we've got to end the England chat on Gareth Southgate as as well. And you know, we've spoke plenty, and everyone else has, has spoke plenty about how much of a, of a good bloke he is. And the fact that, like, after the Ukraine game where he was on about, you know, the players who've not been involved, that was the, the first thing that he brought up. And he's got England to a Gareth Southgate's got England to a final. Mm. That is... What a world we're living in. Like, what a bizarre world. We're living in. If Sam Allardyce well, never had the pint of wine, the series of events that's happened since there. And... You know, you've got to say, Matthew, these decisions that have been like taking Grealish off or various team selection we've all, myself included, have like raised an eyebrow at or various players um, not being used or other players, perhaps their their inclusions. But every step of the way, he's been, he's been justified in it, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk yeah. about Elton John now? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he's you know, he's 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 done well to get England to the final of Euro twenty twenty. Um yeah, that's <laughs> that's all you're gonna say. Say no more. He seems like a nice man, he's just really boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's maybe that's what we needed because no, you know Sven uh, Sven was very not boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's what he you was want. not you want to go out with a ball of flames and a group of losing <laughs> four ones. Capello was an unborn, oh, but still a bit him, boring bro. man. Actually, like, hard to pin like, down Capello. Yeah, just to, he was just seemed like a dick. Yeah, like it's just really unlikable him. No, like, I agree. What about like, Hodgson? Hodgson's a little bit boring. He's boring, yeah, but you couldn't like hate him. Yeah, but, I, were, I mean, I did when they lost to White. Like, I, I, I was going to say, yeah, like it's pretty. I wasn't very you know, was really happy about that. Really, to be, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but like, not making out the group in 2014 as well. Like, oh, was that him as well? I yeah. hate Roy Hodgson, me. <laughs> Absolute dickhead. He, he is. is. He is. No one um, is. If I was a Palace fan, I'd be bloody delighted. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, specifically, <laughs> Ahom. Um, <laughs> um, Sorry, Roy, if you listen. Um, yeah, so yeah, fair play to uh, Gareth and uh, you know Steve Holland and Matt Mag. He yes. seems to be really good. And Chris Powell as well. He's involved. Know, him jumping on Jack him. Grealish's back in the, during the Ukraine game. Love that. That was good, isn't it? It's almost as, as good to see him as it was to see Sean Maloney on Belgium's coaching oh, stuff. That was fantastic. More <laughs> Wigan players. I want to see like, a Aruna need. Corner. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hugo Rodiega. Hugo Rodiega, yeah. Inexplicably in the Slovakian coaching stuff. <laughs> Chris Kirkland getting him yeah. in his England goal. Love him. Coach. Him. 
And, Leal Habsi uh, as well. Yeah, another goalkeeping coach. You can't have too many goalkeeping coaches. Really no, these the various different teams, various different teams. Um, and then, you know, other Wigan players such as uh, Amiyazaki. Ben Watson. Ben Watson, hero, of course. Callum McManaman. Well, yeah, yeah, all of them, really. Kevin Kilban. Kevin Kilban, yeah. We've definitely lost it now because we're just naming Wigan players, <laughs> past and present. Max <laughs> um, Power. Max Power, Charlie White. Charlie White. <laughs> um, right. Well, England are in a final. That's we're gonna we'll Both chat a little bit finals. more about that after this break. We're gonna t- talk a bit about the Italy Spain game as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the From the Terraces podcast. Before we look a bit more ahead to the final of Euro 2020 and look back at the Italy versus Spain game, we would like to remind you to go to fromtheterraces.co.uk. The season, the football season, the domestic season is less than a month away if you support a pathetic no, EFL club like us. Uh, so get yourself decked right. out. You might be watching terrible football like me and Matthew will be, but at least you can look good doing it and you can save 10% by using the discount code best ever 10 at fromtheterraces.co.uk. UK. But enough about that. Let's think about Sunday and getting your cans in if you're watching the match at home. And the best place to go for them is Port Beer House in Sunderland City Centre. If you can't make it in, go to portbeerhouse.com and use the discount code FTT Fiverr. That will get you £5 off when you spend £25 or more if you want to get some some lovely craft beers to compliment your, your Stellas, mm. Matthew, your Amstels, yeah. your Heinekens if you want to go very on brand for the tournament perhaps. Uh, well, yeah, but Heineken and shit in it so like yeah. no one wants to drink that really I was drinking Guinness for the Ukraine game um, gone well I, well it was it just didn't the next day <laughs> I, had, uh, I had I had eight pints of Guinness it's quite which is quite a lot but it's a not, meal that's a meal it's, like it's not, essentially a, this is a myth like Guinness is easy to drink over a session. Guinness is just because it's. Oh no, like, I don't disagree with that. But like, it is got like plenty of like stuff in it, doesn't yeah. it? which makes it like quite a, a heartier beer. Not, half, I believe, a meal. Not a meal. <laughs> um, and then I had a gin and tonic. So I've been, so I've been mixing it oh. up. I was just drinking. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was. A I did a... notice that on you. Actually, not on your Instagram story. On Betty's Instagram story. On your on your wife's Instagram story. That specifically my you, wife. On specifically, specifically the Midlands. <laughs> that I was like, oh, that's a gin in his hand there as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you know yeah. things have turned. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. Only respect drink, for it, mate. I don't really drink spirits. So like when I'm <laughs> drinking spirits, it's like, oh no, he's had enough beer now, and he, uh, yeah, I did. I had two. Um, oh, I didn't last night though. Not not last night. That was on. That was the specifically the Ukraine game. Yeah. Um, I don't know which I was. Um, I had oh, the most I amount of more, beer. I was four? really drunk on Saturday. I was quite drunk on Saturday, but last night I've I've been informed that when I went to bed, I just mm-hmm. started uncontrollably laughing at absolutely nothing, oh, and I got guess. in and put World in Motion on vinyl. When got back and that was on your, by I saw that. Uh, he, he rushed by David Boy for some reason as well. Well, you're getting quite emotional listening. Yeah, to, so I was, I was listening to the Candle in the Wind again, and <laughs> I was getting quite emotional. Like, listening to that. What? Did that get put on last night? Yeah, um, <laughs> apparently so. I because uh, <laughs> the recording, right? So when I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but when I say it out, out loud, it sounds absolutely <laughs> mental, right? And it's great it's, how we managed to actually segue onto this quite naturally, actually. I know. So people will, like, if you say this out loud, that I was... So what I've been doing is, I think that 
the best one of the best performances of a piece of music of all time is Elton John's performance to Die in a Stream, right? And why do you think it's so good? What's what's what, what's it's magnificent? What? It, it, the, the the vocals are magnificent. The, like the occasion, is, you know, big gigs to be fair, high pressure. Can't, have, can't have been easy for him, like a close personal friend. Yeah. Um, and the way you know, the way he's sitting at the piano, composed, just mm. like no, no, incredibly showing no emotion. Either way, like mm. I'd want a bit of that though. I'd want a bit of emotion. No, because he was like, you know, because. You can see he's like trying so hard not to like show this emotion on like a really difficult day for himself and his partner did furnish. Yeah. Um, and it's just magnificent. But what really annoys me is that the the recording of that, it's Candle in the Wind 1997, mm. or Goodbye English Roses, it's often referred to. Yeah. The the recording of that at Westminster Abbey is magnificent. <laughs> so in order to listen to that, you have to watch Diana's funeral. And that is weird. Well, it's it just, is. it is a performance, though, nonetheless. I know, and I'm not watching, it's not as if, like, so if you go on YouTube, there is, like, obviously the clip of yeah. the album performing the song. But when you say it out loud, like, when, so... What did you do last night? What were you doing <laughs> last night while I was watching that Princess Diana soon? Like, it sounds meant, it sounds but like... that's I've a lost. historic news event, to be fair. Like, we've well, all done... Well, something that happened. Like, it's, it, it yeah. like, it, yeah. So it's not as, yeah. But I think... Becky was slightly concerned that I appeared to just be for no reason watching the people's princess's funeral, which is, you know, a really sad event. <laughs> like, like really, there's like, nothing what wrong it, like, with going back and watching know, something like from it, history. Like, it, but if the song needs to, they need to take the recording of that song and put it because the, the actual recording of Candle in the Wind 1997 mm. is good, but it's not, it doesn't have like the sound in Westminster. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, the performance yeah, yeah. is fair amazing. Fair um, but yeah, so I think, but I've watched it on new. Like I have watched it quite a lot recently, and obviously it does include Elton John arriving at Westminster Abbey. So there are elements of just Princess Diana's funeral. But, it shows him arriving at Westport like in a helicopter. Like no, I'm walking through the doors. David Dimbleby's like introduced him. Elton John will so be performing. Because I thought he like he would already be in in there. Do you know what I mean? And then like get up like someone well, like, to, to deliver you no, 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 eulogy. No, no, he had to arrive at some point. Though. He wasn't just there for like days. Oh, I, I the... thought. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought like he arrived. Oh, no, no, he just no, in no, time to like. like a, do... No, no, he didn't get like a, a grand entrance, and here That's he is. That's what I every... meant. Like, no. or, or that he wasn't invited to the full film. No. I was like, we all no. wanted to perform. No, I can't really say no. Can I? So he was invited. No, he wasn't invited. No, he was invited. So no, he, he was invited. He, he was invited. No, so it shows the arrival of him actually arriving at the funeral and then cuts to um, right. the performance of Candle in the Wind with lyrics rewritten just a few days ago by Bernie Torbin. Mm-hmm. That's how uh, David Dumbledore introduces it. But he arrives with his partner, David Furnish, and George Michael. Oh, nice. who David, David Dumbledore points out has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> that's total like scrambling filling the like, time it's, really cool. it's like Sam Matterface last night saying <laughs> yeah, Denmark were a member of member staff of down staff. I know so it's like why is he say, like we don't need to know like it's clearly Elton John <laughs> and that's clearly George Michael like you don't need to say that George Michael's on the right with the beard with the beard like <laughs> was there any more celebrities at the Diana funeral well, on the, um, on the coverage that you've watched, no, no, because I've only watched like this bit. 
Oh, you've not watched the full thing. Well, no, because that would be like really weird. No, but it's gonna happen. It's a hundred percent gonna happen. Yeah, probably. But (laughs) no, because it'll be on for hours, and like it's quite really sad. I don't like. Well, yeah, it's a funeral, man. (laughs) Well, well, I know. Obviously, that you know. But you so anyway. But there are CDs of so there's a CD you can buy which has the the recording of Candle in the Wind performed at Westminster Abbey. But there was one for sale, and Richard has bought it. Oh, oh. <laughs> so he's ruined it. He can but burn it, fire. Sent us a recording of it. It's, oh, it well. sounds amazing. Like it'd be fair. I bet. I bet so, it does. Yeah. Do you know what a, a nice thing about Elton John is as well? The fact mm. that he was like really good mates with Graham Taylor, and apparently like they were in yeah. touch for like years, like up until like Graham Taylor died. They like spoke quite regularly uh, as well. And it's like uh, oh, it's really uh, nice. He's a great guy. I'm going to see him. Of um, course. He's so, up the road, isn't he? Aye, so, <laughs> you know, I don't think he'll be playing that version of Candle in the Wind, but... But you'll be you shouting know. out for it. Oh, I'm going to take probably like a, a bed sheet, I think, with play yes. Candle in the Wind 1997. Specifically, specifically 1997. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it's a magnificent, <clears throat> magnificent performance. And I'm not joking here, I think it's amazing. No, no, I can, I can assure all <laughs> listeners he's not joking. He's being very serious <laughs> about this. Um, but Elton John, Graham Taylor, Graham Taylor, man- Taylor managed England, England in the yeah. final of Euro 2020, yeah, and they'll be playing Italy yeah. <laughs> for, for a link. <laughs> Italy drew 1-1 with Spain in a game, I think fair to say, had a bit more quality than the England-Denmark game, didn't it, Matthew? Um, it I think on the... It was, it was a strange game, wasn't it? Because... Italy over the course of the tournament have been much better side than Spain. Mm. But Spain, like, I I think we've said this on the pod already that, like, despite, like, scoring quite a lot of goals have been oddly quite boring, but they were brilliant against they Italy. Were. And on the, perhaps on the night, like, maybe did enough to say they were, you know, they were quite unlucky and perhaps they deserved to win. Pedri had a magnificent performance, but Italy just keep finding a way, don't they? Yeah, um, I thought Spain were unlucky. Like I thought we were the better side, but that that's that, that's what they did. They did it against they weren't particularly good against Austria. Um, they won. No. They won in the end. And why did they? They were like great that? against Belgium. To be they fair. were they were excellent. And but I think that was like that's it. That that goes back to like your, your Italy performance in a in a in a tournament, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they'll do when they. Maybe not at the best, and I, I like. I thought Spain were un, like really unlucky. Um, I'd rather England had played Spain, despite them being the better. I side can't make my mind up on this. Like I, I, I keep swaying either way because I think attacking wise, England have better options than both. I know Mobley yeah. had a good start to the tournament with a couple of goals, but he's not yeah. scored since. Morata no. did have his moment of redemption getting the equaliser, but then oh. missed the penalty in the shoot. That was Why are they letting him take that? So funny. He's obviously going to miss that, but like, it was the same as in Batman taking that one against Switzerland. Yeah. He was going to miss the penalty. You could just tell. You like, really could. Um, oh, it was so like I love how when Morata scored, as well, he did about eight different celebrations. Hello, kiss the camera. He did that like pause, almost like Usain Bolt style thing. There was a knee slide in there as well, and something else as well. I'm sure, like it was like you've clearly got very excited by yeah. this, and I'm a big fan of that. Really big fan of that. But 
Italy have probably been the, the, the best side in the tournament and it's going to be an interesting game against England, actually. But before we look at that, we have to acknowledge uh, Keane's mind games uh, with um, with uh, jo- it was Jordi Alba, wasn't it? Who, yeah, who did yeah. this with the 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 little like slap on the face, they're just laughing at him and hugging him and like Alba, like just, was just having none of it. Like really, okay. I was like, light not mess. Like, oh, great. But oh, he's just he's he's got in his head, he's stewing about that Alba. Yeah, he uh, still is, isn't he? Like, oh, he's, you, like, he's <laughs> raging about it. I love Kaelini's men. But he's, he's like fantastic. 60. Yeah, well, that's the thing with Italy's, both of Italy's centre-halves, which gives you a bit of confidence. Like, Even though they're absolute Rolls-Royces and like, yeah. they're, they're reading of the game's fantastic, you do think against the like, you know, the likes of Sterling, Saka, Sancho Grealish, and, and even Kane as well, obviously. like I don't know, like... I, I can't see England not scoring. Uh, and no, that no. is that gives you some confidence. And the fact that England have been so good defensively throughout the tournament yeah. does. And the fact that Italy, I know like outside of um, a more player, the, like their, their goal on against Spain was absolutely cracking, to be fair. Uh, it was finish. excellent, yeah. But I don't see England being that disorganised and getting into that position no. to allow that to happen, to be fair. I think, I think England have to score first. Hmm. On Sunday, yeah. Italy shut because, the game down. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, because that's when you know they'll know how to do it. They're, they're really experienced, and not that England don't know how to do it, but it would be it would be difficult for England to come back into the game. I think mm-hmm. if it, if Italy were to go one up and sort of be one up with half an hour to go, I think they'd know how to how to manage the game. Yeah. Um, it would be difficult. They're not impossible because obviously they are aging, but I think they'd be up against a lot of wily, experienced, like, be, to be honest, dickhead players. Yeah. Who Just that little bit do more than Denmark have. Yeah. Like, don't they? Like, and yeah. even though there's big, experienced players in in their side, that wiliness that you mentioned, yeah, it really do have a little bit more of that. Like, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think... It'll be really interesting to see how, if England do go behind against Italy, how they it react to against a better side. Yeah. Put put in the mind. I think I think that's a really good point. But you don't know. You don't know. No, that's um, it. We don't know. I mean, and to, I know to nothing, get to this point so. is just like <laughs> it is yeah. worth just enjoying. Like, and you know, if England oh, do is. lose, unless it's an absolute embarrassment, like seven nil. Yeah, then maybe you can have a bit be of hilarious. seven now would be quite like just all that the nation's enthusiasm <laughs> gone everyone about like emergency bank holidays and stuff like that because well which you don't need by the way because everyone's off on Monday no like, one's going to work nobody's right? going to work like it is going to be a de facto bank holiday because oh, everyone's yeah. going to be off and it's going to be a bank holiday is... except the shops are open longer like yeah. that's it and anyone that is at work on Monday is not doing any work on Monday. Oh, absolutely not. Well, but like I've already put annual leave in for it like this morning, but then like later on we had a team catch up and were like, uh, if you if you want to start late on Monday, don't worry about it, you can. Like yeah. so this everywhere's gonna be doing something. Like that. But uh, that's that's part of it. Like we spoke about before the Ukraine game, the fact that like with that being a Saturday and everyone like be getting together, having barbecues, what have you. This these moments don't come around like very it's well. England... Stupid that it's on a Sunday night, by the way. Yeah, eight o'clock kickoff's dangerous as well, man. Right, it's like, fucking daft. Could it not be at least five o'clock? Because like, by eight o'clock, I'm worried that like I'm well, be 
falling asleep. Like not because well, I'm not because I'm Roy Hudson. I mean, because I've <laughs> been obviously drinking from uh, well before eight o'clock. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm probably gonna have a. It's like. I don't know what time to go out. I know be, this is it. This is it. Can't go out of, like dinner time because we no. like off it like completely off the scale by kickoff. <laughs> but it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be a three or four four o'clocker. Yeah, I think you're right. Th- three o'clock, and you know, gentle, ease yourself in. Don't go. Don't go nine too pints daft. of Guinness <laughs> before nine. the match. Well, no, nine pints are going to through the course of the night. That's yeah. right, but not not before the match. Or <laughs> you, you, you can't be getting on the gin before halftime, basically. No, you can't. it was after the game, to be fair, the gin. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. On Saturday. Well, you know, maybe a bottle of champagne on ice, just in case. Well, so you want to be very but, confident about things. Well, Prosecco, I think, maybe. <laughs> the Euros have cost quite a lot. Like, it's been quite expensive. The last, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, my my uh, having to self-isolate was actually a bit of a godsend. Well, I don't know. It's just like, oh, they're playing again. <laughs> shall we go out tonight? Who's playing? Slovakia. Yeah. All right, shall we go and watch that? Yeah. <laughs> Pathetic. Really? Yeah, but great. But great. Well, and, we've had no else to do over the last year. Well, so exactly. And that's it as well. And that's why, like, you know, get, like, go around people's houses, pack pubs out f- for this game, because not only are they, are these potentially once in a lifetime, like occasions, ah. England have not been in a final, as everyone has to mention, since 1966. Like, make oh, no. the most of it and en- enjoy it. It's a, it's a big occasion and, you know, get together with mates and, and, and family and what have you and just, you know... Get loads of Who? cans in if you don't want to go out. Get yeah, loads of exactly, cans. absolutely, and you know, getting or get some mates round as well, and just make the most of it, and don't, you know, even if they do lose, like it's been fun, like, and it's yeah. and, and it's not going to be the, the end for this England team, no, no matter the result. As sack well. them like if they, if they, uh, <laughs> I'd sack them like if they don't win on Sunday. What do you think? Here's a question: Could you see Southgate resigning? Not, I don't, I don't think he'd get sacked, but could you before see the maybe match. before the match? Yeah, yeah. Steve Holland in charge. Oh, well, of course, um, you know, I don't know. I just feel like he, he's a type of bloke who'd be like semi final, final, potentially like have I, have I took them as far as they can, but with the world cup, just maybe, yeah, like I, I, I don't I'd, know. I think he'd do a very dignified exit, potentially. Yeah, I'd, I think he'd probably stay for the world cup, um, next. Next year, um, I don't know. It's a strange one, isn't it? Like, because I don't think he'd be a particularly good manager at club level. So I, I don't know what he'd do. No, I think that's it, isn't it? I was I was having this conversation. I can't remember with with who. Might be might be yourself actually. Might be in the group chat or something. But he is very much like a tournament manager. And I think he actually. I I don't think he would resign if England lost. Like, and I don't think he would view it as no. as taken. No, no, I'm not doing that again. Like, <laughs> not losing again. Like. But I think he could be a manager who's potentially does what um, Yogi Love did at Germany and, and goes through this cycle of of players mm. until like that sort of transition point comes, if you like. Um, but yeah, like you'll get offered obviously a decent club job eventually because his reputation's so good. But he's just seems such a good fit for international management, does doesn't he? Yeah. It's, it's such a different thing. And like Southgate is such a good example of it as well, I think. No, he is. I don't think he'd particularly want to be a club, you know. 
Yeah. I think the Middlesbrough one came around by chance when he was there. He was playing for them. Uh, yeah, in the England job came about by chance well, as well. Yeah. Like, maybe he it? just wants to go. Oh my god, I just want to go like go away somewhere. I don't want to. Be. Like he keeps getting jobs by mistake. Um, <laughs> but I know what you mean. I, I think he probably stick around for a bit because um, yeah. obviously the, this team's probably got well. I mean, it's a young side, isn't it? That's it. And I think you want to um, keep as much of that consistency if things are going well, don't you? Yeah, I mean the oldest player will be. Henderson, and he's only 31. Yeah, well, he's probably uh, the only one out of the, the key players, so to speak, who's potential... Well, he'd probably be there for the World Cup, but he's yeah. probably the only one who's, you know, barring any dramatic dips in form, who's going anywhere anytime soon. Isn't he? Like, this team's well, yeah, got they, more tournaments in them. There's any... I think Walker's the same age. Yes, Walker, sorry, um, yes. And Trippier's 30. But other than that, I think they're all in... Maybe Trippier's becoming a bit part... Player, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I know Henderson's not been starting, but for for different reasons to trivia, I would say. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a side that you you do want to keep together, and you know Henderson, he'll, he'll be around for the World Cup. He'll only be thirty two, won't he? So, yeah, um, he'll end up on the coach and stuff there, probably. Like I just don't think yeah. England England cannot like have to have him around. Like yeah, he's just so yeah. part of the England yeah. furniture now, isn't he? Um, well, how do we see it going, Matthew? Let's uh, let's get our cards on the table for this. I think it's got two one either way written all over it this game, and I think the winner. I, I agree with what you says. It'll be whoever takes that initiative first, potentially get pegged back or maybe turn up in, in the opposition or, or the opposition pulling or the other side rather pulling one back. But I do think it'll, it'll, it'll be quite tight, settled by the odd goal. And but I'll, I'll remain optimistic and go to one England. What about you? Yeah, well, uh, I think, I think England will lose. I can't argue with it too much. Like I, I am very heart ruling my head at the minute. I think they'll lose in extra time. Oh, that would be very glorious failure as well. Yeah. Pushing, yeah. Like pushing Italy to the limit. It can't go on penalties though, can it? Like, it just... on pen- I mean, if they lost on penalties, Chris Weatherspoon would die. <laughs> but then if they win on penalties, it's like predictable. Oh, Oddly, God, isn't God. it? Like the redemption. Like that's oh, the night of so much. coming out in his grey kiss. <laughs> Ripping off the waistcoat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, hopefully, hopefully my prediction of a heart ruling head does come true. But it will be a tough game. Hopefully it'll be a good game and hopefully we all enjoy it. And as we keep saying, these things don't come around very often. So make the most of it. Get together with people. Hopefully it's coming home. But thanks very much as always for listening.